0: Building Stronger Creatives, a fitness podcast for musicians, artists, nerds, and former misfits. I'm a former out-of-shape professional musician turned personal trainer and nutrition coach to hundreds of clients, and I'll give you no-nonsense information about what it really takes to get and stay fit within the context of a creative life. Here, you'll find practical advice on strength and endurance training, sane and simple nutrition, habit building, and time management tools to help you make lifestyle changes that actually stick. Most fitness coaches have no clue what it really means to be a creative, whether you're a professional or a passionate hobbyist. I'm different, I've been where you are, and I share your values. Let me show you how you can use the gym to build a kick-ass creative life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Stronger Creatives. Before I get into this week's episode, I want to give you a quick update on a project that I've been talking about on the last few episodes. I know that a lot of people spend the summer eating, drinking, traveling, and going on vacation. And when we come back, to so our regular lives at this time of year after Labor Day, when kids are back in school, when orchestras are going to resume their regular season, lots of other things are sort of getting back to a normal routine, it's a great time for many of us to recommit to training. This is especially true if the last few weeks or months you've been feeling kind of slow or sluggish, you don't have the energy you want, you feel weak, you have a lot of aches and pains, and these things are negatively affecting your life or your art so i created a done for you training program one month of workouts a mix of strength training and cardio specifically written for busy creative people who want to get stronger have fewer aches and pains and have lasting energy for the things that they love getting these results is really a matter of committing to a regular program of strength training and cardio training along with making sure you're getting enough sleep drinking water and eating healthy foods So I wanna make the first part of this as easy as possible for you, and that's the training part. So many of us struggle at the gym because we're chasing trends or we don't really know how to best spend our precious gym time. So I wrote this program, which is called the Fall Fitness Kickstart for Creatives to take all that guesswork out of the equation for you. All you have to do is download the program, which has clear instructions, lots of videos, I mean, videos for everything that's in the program, really, and options to scale things back or make substitutions if you don't have the equipment in question. All you have to do is download that program, show up to the gym, train hard for a month, be consistent, and I promise that you will be well on your way to feeling a lot stronger, having a lot more energy, and reducing those pesky aches and pains. So this program is coming early next week. It is totally free. So all you're going to have to do is fill out a form with your email and your name, and you're going to get the program delivered straight to you. So if you're interested in this, please stay tuned. I will, of course, talk about it on my podcast next week. And if you don't follow me on social media already, I will be talking about it a lot there. On Instagram, my handle is at Caroline Juster. Caroline is with an I, and then that's J-U-S-T-E-R. And then on Facebook, you can just search my name, Caroline Juster, or you can find my page, Caroline Juster Fitness. So again, if you're looking for a done-for-you, intelligent, fun, and effective workout to start this fall season, keep your eyes open for my Fall Fitness Kickstart for Creatives, which is coming next week. Okay, so let's get on to today's episode. What I want to talk about today is a common mindset struggle. And I see lots of varieties of the same core issue with many of my clients. The issue is all or nothing thinking. Black and white thinking, it's sometimes called. That's this idea that if I'm not doing all of the things or I'm not executing perfectly, I might as well not even bother. So there are a lot of ways this shows up, as I mentioned. In fitness, what I see is people get really excited to start a new training plan. Maybe the plan has, let's say, three or four workouts per week. The first couple of weeks, they do a really good job, they hit all the workouts, and they train hard. But then they have some unexpected gigs, or they get sick, or they forget their gym clothes one day and they're not able to train. And all of a sudden, they start to feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't get all the workouts in this week, I didn't get them in the exact right order, you know, maybe I only trained twice this week, Um, I might as well, like, just wait until the next week to start. Or maybe I need to start the program over. Or maybe this program just didn't work and I need to find a new program that will allow me to stay 100% consistent every single day of the week. In food, this often shows up as, I'm going to eliminate sugar, or I'm going to eliminate carbs or dairy or alcohol. I'm going to start this new diet that tells me exactly what to eat every single meal, every single day of the week, and I'm going to stick with it. And when I do that, I'm going to get a lot better results. And a lot of times when this happens, people say, okay, I know that this is challenging, but I just need to be more disciplined. And if I'm just more disciplined, and if I just, you know, want it bad enough and stick with it, I know I can make it work. And of course, what happens inevitably, it's the same thing with fitness, right? We have an unexpected meal out. Our boss or our coworkers want to get lunch or drinks, or, you know, we have a gig and we want to go out with our friends afterwards Um, or we get invited to a late night and then the next day we have a lot of cravings and we find that it's difficult to stick with the diet. And so we say, okay, well, I guess this wasn't the diet for me. You know, I'm going to start over on Monday or I'm going to start something new on Monday. So now I might as well just eat whatever the fuck I want for the rest of the week, eat with abandon, and then I will just make up for it later. Now, the problem with this is that it's very rarely a one-time thing. What happens is that we tend to get stuck in a trap of all or nothing thinking. And I know because this was how I lived with food, especially for many, many years. You say, okay, I screwed up this time, but now the next time I start over, that's the time I'm finally going to do it. And we keep basically telling ourselves a lie that some magical day is going to come. We're going to feel a certain way and we're never going to have challenges again. And we're always going to be able to resist cravings or stick with our diet and in reality, it just never happens. We keep restarting, putting way too much pressure on ourselves, falling off the wagon and restarting again. Over the long term, this will not help you build a you know a healthy body or a body that looks and feels good. It won't help you make much progress at the gym, and it can even have more insidious consequences like the development of disordered eating habits or even a full blown eating disorder. And with training, you know, you can really, really waste a lot of time and spin your wheels and never get any stronger or have more energy or achieve any of the other benefits of working out regularly. Now, I want to encourage you, if this all sounds familiar, if you've been stuck in this trap, if you've been telling yourself some variation of this over and over again, I want you to consider a different way. I understand the romantic appeal of all or nothing thinking. And sometimes there are instances where people really make a huge change, go all in on their lives and see success. One example of this would be people that are in sobriety, you know, with alcohol or drug addiction, it's not the same as having issues with food, right? Because you can just stop using the substance and still sort of live your life. Food is a lot more complicated because obviously we still have to eat. So we can't just stop eating and fix our food problems. Now, When we hear these stories of people going cold turkey or just changing everything in their life and being successful and we think that that sounds really great, it sounds easier, I think, in a way, and it sounds like, uh, you know, oh, we could totally do it, everybody did it. And so I won't deny that these instances happen where people make really dramatic shifts and, and really change their life that way, but for most of us, change is a lot messier and a lot slower process. And I encourage you, if you've been dealing with a lot of all or nothing thinking, to stop hoping or expecting that you're going to be one of those people that can just go cold turkey and make huge changes and they'll just stick because you have a lot of evidence that it hasn't worked for you. I mean, it took me a long time to come to terms with the fact that what I was doing was absolutely not working and that every time I told myself, "Okay, I'm going to start over, it was a lie. Like, I was lying to myself. So that may seem a little bit harsh, but if it's resonating with you, there is another way to move forward. I had a conversation with a client recently who has a lot of challenges in her life. Um, She is dealing with aging parents that require a lot of care. She had a really stressful work situation, and she was really struggling to make time for herself. And so I asked this client, you know, knowing how busy you are, knowing everything that you have going on, are there one or two small changes that we can commit to? In terms of food or fitness, you know, whatever we were talking about. And my client said to me, you know, I just don't think that works for me. I really need the time to just get my shit together and go all in and, you know, do a detox or whatever that might have worked for her in the past. And she's like, when I do that, then I see results. But if I just do one or two small things, I don't really see any progress. And so I kind of had to have a conversation with this client where I said, look, like, Is it working for you to wait and go all in? Because clearly it's never going to be a perfect time. You have so much going on in your life and a lot of it's not going to go away. And clearly you keep ending up in this place that's really challenging and frustrating for you. So I don't know that that approach actually works as well as you think. And I think that was an important, you know, a tough but important moment for my client. And we discussed a couple of small changes that she could make and she felt a lot more empowered just tackling those things that she knew were within her capabilities. So this is really the solution that I propose to you. Stop waiting for a perfect time to do all of the things. Because if you're a busy creative person with an active social life, with lots of gigs or projects or responsibilities, you know, with family, you know, you're not getting any younger, your parents aren't getting any younger if they're still around, this stuff isn't going away. So what we have to do is find a way to do the best that we can right now. And most of the time for busy creatives, the best that you can do is imperfection. So instead of trying to completely overhaul your diet, look for one or two things that are, you know, obviously not great habits you'd like to change or positive things you'd like to add, for example, eating more protein or more vegetables, and just do those things and kind of let the rest, you know, fall wherever it does. So... Don't look for a strict meal plan, basically, that's telling you exactly what to eat every meal of the day when you know like you have gigs and you're eating on the road and sometimes you have late night work, late nights, excuse me, working on projects. Just say, okay, I'm going to do the best that I can and what I'm going to focus on is trying to eat a fruit and or a vegetable with every meal. Boom. That's a simple thing that you can do no matter where you are and it's flexible and it's probably going to be doable for most people listening. With fitness, same thing applies. Um don't take on a training program that's really intense and has a lot of training days, a lot of really difficult workouts. This is especially true if you haven't been working out. Um, You can really feel like shit if you overdo it. You can kind of set yourself back where you're needing lots of recovery days. You feel burnt out. You have aches and pains. You're super sore. That's not a recipe for continuing to train. So what I suggest is to train like When you take on a program or decide how many workouts you want to do, aim for like one day fewer than you want to do or think you can do. So, for example, if you think, oh, I should be able to work out four days a week, plan to do two or three days. Okay, like undershoot it a little bit. It's more important, especially when you're just building that training habit back to be um like to show up for yourself and and, uh, keep your promises to yourself, even if they're not very frequent, then to promise more and then not hit those targets because psychologically that feels like a failure, whereas the former feels like a win. And when you have wins, you're encouraged to keep coming back and you can build on that. The other thing with training is uh, for busy creatives, especially, this is one of the most common conversations I have with clients. Your schedule is probably all over the place especially if you're like a freelancing musician or someone who has a gig schedule that's not set in stone. So you're not necessarily working set hours in a studio or at your desk or something like that. You are going to have to be flexible if you want to build a lifelong fitness habit. Any training program that requires you to train every day of the week and go hard all the time and doesn't give you any options to modify things is absolutely not going to work long term. So what we need instead is, again, a program that is realistic, that takes into account you know where you're starting from and how much time, energy, and um, other resources you have to devote to fitness. And then that gives you options to scale things back so at least you can do something when things kind of go crazy. So I'll give you some examples from my own clients. A lot of times I'll write clients a program that has two training days that are the main days, the most important days, And then i'll give them an extra workout that's sort of an optional day because someone might say oh i really want to train three days a week but i just haven't been training much at all i'm not so sure about my schedule okay no problem i say we'll give you two days that you're going to do no matter what and then you have one day that if you happen to have an extra day to train you're going to do it it's like a bonus you kind of feel good about yourself that seems to work pretty well for people what i'll also do when i write programs and if you download my fall fitness kickstart for creatives you'll see what i mean but I tend to write exercises in like two or three uh, exercise blocks at a time. So one workout might have the first block is three exercises, second block is three, third is two, fourth is two or something like that. And I might tell my clients, okay, if you're really short on time, the second and third blocks are most important. So make sure you do those and you can skip the first and the fourth block or some variation of that. But I'll let them know like which parts of the workout are most important so they can be sure to get those in And then I give them options to shave off stuff if they need to save time. Now, is this like the perfect optimal approach to training for maximum gains and performance? No, because if you really are trying to maximize gains and performance and essentially be like a professional athlete, training has to be your number one priority. And if you're a busy creative person who, again, has a lot of responsibilities and interests and hobbies, training is there to supplement your life and give you back energy and strength for those other things. And sometimes those other things are crazy and they take a lot of time and training has to take a back seat. What we don't want is for training to be such a drag or so demanding that you just let it fall entirely because then you're going to really start to experience some of the negative effects of being sedentary and not taking care of yourself. So again, we need a program that's a little bit more flexible, that says prioritize this, do all of this if you can, but these are the most important things. Some of my clients I've even done um, gone so far as to say like, your, your day is super busy. So, you know, we're going to do sets of exercises throughout the day. So like... Maybe after a practice or a writing or a studio session, you're going to do, you know, a couple sets of squats and push-ups or something. And then later in the day, you're going to do a couple sets of something else. And we can kind of spread movement out that way. We make it even more bite-sized, and that oftentimes is enough to get even the busiest people on board with training. So to summarize this conversation, a lot of creative people are really prone to perfectionism. And perfectionism is closely related to this all-or-nothing or or black-and-white mentality with fitness and nutrition. Essentially, this is like, if I want to get results or if I want to speed up my results, I have to do all the things, I have to go super hard, I have to follow a strict diet or training program. And if I can't do that or when I inevitably can't do that because life gets in the way, I might as well stop training, start eating as much as I want, and then just restart the whole process over again the next week or the next month or whatever. And if, you've, if this is sounding familiar, you know that this is a trap that you really get stuck in. Like I was stuck there for years and it took so long for me to recognize that my approach was not working and honestly that I was just lying to myself. And I was just afraid of trying something different because this was sort of the familiar thing that I'd always done. And I was scared of doing something different. So let me help you, You know, let me give you some courage. It's okay to try something different. You don't need to be perfect and you don't need to go all in. To get results. In fact, if you are constantly stopping and restarting, I pretty much guarantee you'll get better results doing less stuff, but not, um, you know, doing it more consistently and not falling off the wagon all the time. So, when it comes to food, say no to diets that remove entire food groups unless you have a specific instruction from a doctor or you have a known food allergy. Say no to diets that rely on Detailed meal plans that tell you exactly what to eat for every meal of the day. Instead, look for uh, more flexible options. And a really great way to approach this is either pick one habit that you really want to change, like maybe you want to snack less or you want to drink less pop or less booze and just focus on that. Or you could take a more positive approach and try to add healthy habits. So instead of planning out every meal and saying you're never going to eat sugar or carbs or whatever, just say, OK, for each meal, I'm going to try to eat a fruit or a vegetable or say for each meal, I'm going to have one to two palm sized servings of protein or for each meal I'm going to stop eating before I get stuff. It, it could really be anything, but taking a more simple approach and picking just one or two things to work on that you can do no matter where you are is going to be a lot more helpful than trying to follow a strict diet when you're out gigging and traveling and doing all the things that a busy creative does. When it comes to fitness, I strongly discourage you from trying to train as many days as possible. Now you can do that, but I think it's a lot more helpful to aim a little lower, which might seem weird from a trainer, but pick a number of days that you're really confident that you can hit, nail those, and then if you wanna train more, you can. It's more important to be consistent week to week, For example, just doing two workouts per week versus doing six workouts one week, one workout the next, zero workouts the next three weeks, and then doing five workouts again. That's not a recipe for helping your body adapt in the way that it needs to if you want to get stronger and have more energy. With a lot of my clients, I will have like the main days and then give them some bonus days. Or with, even within the workouts themselves, I'll know what's most important. I'll communicate that to them and then they'll know, okay, these extra things I can leave out if I'm short on time, but I know that I'm still going to the gym. I'm still doing the things that are most important and then they can feel good about themselves and continue that way. So if you really feel stuck with this all or nothing mindset, if you feel scared, I totally understand because I was there and I've helped many clients through this as well. The first step is just admitting that it's not working for you. And you may not be ready to admit that yet, and that's totally fine. We all change at our own pace. But if you recognize that this approach isn't working, it's not helping you, it's actually maybe setting you back further, I encourage you to do less, set the bar a little bit lower, but focus on being more consistent and actually continuing to show up for yourself. That is the way that real change happens. It's not, I mean, it can be with big dramatic sweeps and cold turkey and all that stuff, but honestly, that's a pretty small percentage of the people that really make lasting changes in their life. Don't hold, like hang all your hopes on the idea that you're finally gonna change um, in the drop of a hat, okay? Just start doing what you can and focus on being more consistent, set the bar a little bit lower, and stop thinking that you need to be perfect in order to see results. Thank you so much for listening. Again, stay tuned for a new free training program. So this would be a great option for you if you want to get stronger this fall, you're tired of feeling stiff and sluggish and achy from the summer, and you want to have more energy for all of the cool shit you have lined up to do this fall. Thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Building Stronger Creatives. If something you heard resonated with you, I would love for you to share this episode with someone else who might enjoy it. I also always appreciate comments, ratings, and reviews. These things help me get the word out to other creatives who could benefit from this type of information. See you back on the next episode. Until then, stay curious, stay passionate, and stay strong.